Greeting Earthlings, welcome to Saturday Morning Showdown. If this is your first time joining us, my name's Don. I'm Lee. We're a tag team of pop culture artists, and we go by the name 8-Bit Fusion. We grew up in the golden age of the Saturday Morning Cartoon, so we made this show to sit down with some of our friends and talk about some of our favorites. This week, we are joined by my friend Aaron. Aaron, how you doing today? I'm like so psyched. I'm so yes. excited. So Aaron's um, bearing the lead a little bit, but uh, what what show did you pick for us to watch today? Um, it's a little uh little trio, little ditty, uh, that goes by Powerpuff Girls. I'm actually super super excited to watch this show. This this was one of my favorite cartoons as a kid, which is super off brand for me. Like it's kind of <laughs> ridiculous that I love this show as much as I do. And I recognize that, but it is, it's a, such a good show. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. I haven't watched it since a kid though. How about you guys? Yeah. Same here. I have not watched me and my sister just would watch hours and hours and hours of, of car, all cartoon network, like the old school cartoon network. Um, and that's what we would constantly watch. I still quote the power of girls constantly but yeah. it i have not watched it in years but yeah i am so so excited to see this episode because yeah it's been a long time how about you aaron um so when i knew we were going to get together and do this um i was breaking out my little notebook jotting notes like who's this character again so then i started mm-hmm. watching it just before this and it brought back so much of like my youth and just looking at like Sarah Bellum's legs, like <laughs> good morning. Um, and again, just before this, I realized that the cat that we adopted in July, um, when we adopted him, his name was Mojo Jojo. Oh, that's, that's so amazing. Oh, brilliant. So <laughs> this is just all, it's all coming back to me now. Yes. <laughs> full circle cool why don't we put this thing on then and see what we think awesome let's do it and we're back so we just finished watching the first episode of powerpuff girls um coming right out of it me personally I think it held the fuck up. What about you guys? Absolutely. I forgot how funny it was. It's it's, so it's really funny. funny. Yeah. Yeah. The writing is like really good. Like there's a lot of fourth wall breaking jokes that I think are oh, like yeah. particularly funny. Like the narrator says, I hope they have a an idea of what's going on. And then they cut to them immediately saying, we have no idea what's going on. <laughs> like there was a lot of like cues like that I that I thought that. were really funny. Uh, at one point, Mojo Jojo turns the narrator into a dog, so then he barks like the narration for a while. So good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought the the writing was funny. The animation, it's like it's weird because it's super simplistic, but it looks so mm-hmm. good for what it is. Like it's it's yeah. perfect for what this was. Absolutely. It reminds me of and even with the music and everything too. It just reminds me of like an a retro video game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's like re- those video games back in the day were just so simple and ar- like artistic, but like, I just love it. Yeah. Yeah. Now this was, 
this was made specifically for Cartoon Network. This is one of their their flagship original programs. Um, but it was animation was done by Hanna Barbera. Um, mm-hmm. The animator is the creator. The guy who made up made this show was also the animator. His name's Craig McCracken. Cool. Um, and he was the showrunner for the entire run of this as well as the reboot. Um, and yeah, I stylistically I love it. I think it looks amazing. The writing's great. It's funny. I'm super I into love, it. I love that they were like not afraid at all. Like they turned around as dogs. Shout out to Blossom's uh <laughs> dog ears. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they turn around and are immediately ready to throw hands with those Dobermans. Like they have yeah. no reservations about biting the absolute woof out of those. <laughs> no they really i mean and they never they never do man the powerpuff girls are always ready to take out whatever needs to be taken out one of the things (laughs) i i think i love about this show is like and i don't think i realized it as a kid when i was watching it but Mm -hmm. the show is so much like smash the patriarchy you know what i mean like they're so like strong female characters like they don't give a single fuck that they are women they just they go for it Absolutely. And I'm here for it. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. And also, you know, we talk a lot in 2020 about, like, toxic masculinity. Can we talk about how, like, positive masculinity the professor was? Yes. Like, that's such a good role model. I I love that character. I adore And in this episode, we don't see as much. But in, like, later episodes, like, he plays dress up with the girls. And, like, he really... For a single father, he's really... A yeah. great character. He definitely is a great character and is a great dad and just su- like such a good role. Like this show would be such a great role model to uh, kids, like girls and got and boys, and also this like have like having a good fatherly figure. I think it's a mm-hmm. great message to have, and I hope people are watching this now these days. Yeah, and not for nothing, can either one of you name a single other show where like a single father decides he wants to have kids? Like, I can think of a couple movies where, like, a woman's like, I'm not going to get a man. I'm just going to have some kids. I cannot think of another show where a man is like, I'm going to have a couple kids. Does does not. Yeah, I cannot think of any off the top of my head. At not, the not a one that I can think of, no. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It also must have been a surprise when he was just trying to make one. <laughs> you know, yeah, just, like, just the one kid ends X. up being three super powered, you know. <laughs> And he got the sugariest, the spiciest, and the nicest, you know, just separately. Yeah. Good deal there. Now, this show's cast is kind of incredible. Yeah. I don't don't know if you'd recognize any of their voices because they're all kind of done up a little different. But Mm -hmm. most of these actors have been in so many things that I feel like I want to go through and talk about it, at least a a few of them. Um, I'm going to start with the Powerpuff Girls, and I'll start with Blossom. Her name, the actress's name, is Kathy Cavadini. She really hasn't been in much. This this is kind of her claim to fame. She did this. She did the reboot. But this is kind of – this is really what you would know her from. She's in other things, but nothing that would, like, jump out to you. Buttercup is Elizabeth Daly. And we just spoke about her recently. Do you remember? Sounds familiar, but I... Yeah, we just we just went over her a couple weeks ago. She was Dottie in P. 
Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, yeah. And wow. she's Tommy Pickles. Yeah. Wow. And from Rugrats. Yeah. Yes. And that's Buttercup? That's Buttercup. And Bubbles, Bubbles is voiced by, if I were to like list my top five favorite voice actors, she's probably number three. She's an absolute juggernaut, but Bubbles is voiced by Tara Strong. She's not as like heavy lifting as say Frank Welker or like a Tress McNeil. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty sure Tara Strong has over 500 IMDb credits. Like she is a, she's a powerhouse voice actor. She's Dill Pickles in Rugrats. Dill. Um, and she's Barbara Gordon, like Batgirl, in wow. all of the iterations of of the DC Comics, um, TV series. So yeah, she's she's in a lot of stuff. She's in Recess. She's in she's in a ton of shit. She's she's a juggernaut. Ooh. Love her to death. Um, the narrator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also voices the mayor. Yeah, yeah. As well as the museum curator. Yep. Tom Kenny. You should recognize his name because he's Heifer from Rocco's Modern Life. Oh. But more importantly, he's SpongeBob motherfucking SquarePants. <gasps> oh my god. And he's in every episode of the show, and I did not know that. Did not know. No, that's news to me. Yeah, SpongeBob SquarePants. Huge deal. Wow. Mojo Jojo. Yeah. Is Roger Jackson. He's got a lot of credits. I picked two. The first one, I'm the only one who's going to appreciate, and I'm fine with that. But he is the bridge troll from Secret of Monkey Island, the 1987 LucasArts game that I fucking love. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> How dare you say you would be the only person that would appreciate that? I feel like I'm on- the only person who loves those old LucasArts games, but that was my shit. Yeah, he's he's the bridge troll from Monkey Island. He's also, and you guys, are you ready for this? Yeah. He's the voice in Scream. Like the voice on the phone. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. Right? Wow. That like voice modulator thing that they're using. That is his voice. Oh my God. Yeah. That's super cool. Super, super cool. That is very cool. Yeah. And then the last one that I jotted down because there's really only one character left in this episode. The professor is Tom Kane. Most recently, you probably heard him as the, the butler in Archer Woodhouse. And I wanted to do him last because he also voices probably the best character on Powerpuff Girls. He's the voice of him. Oh my god! And I just want to talk about I him. Want to talk about him. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Go go nuts, Aaron. I want to hear what you have to say. But yeah, him is such an interesting character for this show in 1998. Oh my god, 1998. Yeah. Wow. All right. Let me pull this up because I need to. Well, we don't need to Um, because I was watching this a little bit before, but I hadn't watched the pilot that we just did. Um, Right. I think it's like episode three. I didn't get that far into it, so I don't think that it's four. But him possesses Bubbles' purple octopus 
Mm -hmm. and pins buttercup against blossom and so because bubbles is like i hate it when they fight and then him is like oh hell yeah i'm a manipulative like yeah super powerful being (gasps) and possesses the octopus it's insanity the voice oh everything about him i feel like tom kane is doing like his best audrey impersonation from um from Little House or Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. Like it's that same kind of like, you know, Thank Levi you. Stubbs kind of thing that he's going yeah. for. Yeah. It's yes. yeah. so good. And it's such a like I don't even know how to like broach what him is because it's never really made clear. He's just like non-binary 100%. just whatever whatever he is he is what he is and he just yeah. l- like lives it up i keep saying him or his and him because his name is him yeah, yeah. but it is also never super clear can we that, do a little yeah shout out if i play this yeah go for it let's see it appears our girls are secretly being monitored but by who oh no not <gasps> Uh, I, I can't say it. This is a villain so evil, so sinister, so horribly vile that even the utterance of his name strikes fear into the hearts of men. The only safe way to refer to this king of darkness is simply him. <laughs> oh, come on. I wanted his voice. But whatever. No. It's He's literally marvelous. Yeah. Ugh. And I love that, like, yeah, I love that they build it up as this, like, (laughs) you know, the king of darkness, and he's extra as fuck, and, like, rolls out with, like, Frankenfurter, high heels, like, he just, it's so awesome. It's such a great character. The boots. Yeah, that's (laughs) what I'm saying, man. Like, I get Frankenfurter vibes from there, like, he's wearing a tutu, right, too? Yep, Am I picturing that? Yeah. Just... Just all in, and I'm about it. And crab claws or lobster claws. Absolutely. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Such a oh weird. Oh my character. god. But yeah. like so badass. And with all of that, it he's like creepy, psychological. All of his episodes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. easily my favorite part of the show. Yeah. Love him so much. Yeah. <laughs> now, for some fun facts. Yes. I've got a couple things here. Ready. This show started. In this show, I should say, started in 1998, mm. but these characters were created in 1992. Oh, uh, when the creator Craig McCracken was in college still. Cool. Um, he made a short for one of his classes with these characters, mm-hmm. and it was called Whoop Ass Stew. <laughs> the working title of Powerpuff Girls oh, was Whoop Ass Stew. Hey, it works. Um, when he pitched it to Cartoon Network's Cartoon Cartoons, which is like their kind of variety cartoon shows, yep. it was what predated all of their their shows. Mm-hmm. Um, they then changed the name to Powerpuff Girls in 1996 for the Cartoon Cartoon run. It was the second most popular cartoon cartoon show. Does anyone want to guess what the number one most popular cartoon cartoon show was? God. Hmm. I don't know. Dexter's Lab. Oh, <gasps> I almost said Dexter's Lab. I almost said it too. I mean, these are the two like flagship 
Cartoon Network shows. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so when they when when it got picked up by Cartoon Cartoon, that's when they changed the name from Whoop Ass Stew. I'm going to say this as many times as I can because it's so ridiculous. Um, from Whoop Ass Stew to Powerpuff Girls. Now, Craig McCracken would eventually leave Powerpuff Girls. I want to say in the fourth season, he stayed on as like a kind of creative director, but he wasn't like actively involved as much on the last two seasons. He went on to do the show Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, which I did not know, but I love that show too. So that doesn't super surprise me. And he went on to do that show with his wife, who he's still wow. married to now. Her name's Lauren Faust. Good for them. And Lauren Faust is the creator of My Little Pony's Friendship is Magic. Nice. So it's just another like oh cartoon juggernaut. Yeah. She is. This is an yeah. absolute power couple, That's the awesome. two of them. Yeah. Oh my god. And then the last thing I wrote down is something we talked about earlier, but this show. Like I said, smash the patriarchy. It fought traditional gender roles everywhere it could. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm just here for it. I love this show so goddamn much. Yes. I feel now, like I just wrote down one last yeah. thing. Sure. The, like, beautiful absurdity of all of, like, the backwards jokes and just, like, mm-hmm. the random shit that's thrown in. Yeah. The dogs start popping out of like the bank and like the jewelry store. And like the first time they pop out, it's like the Dobermans. And then the right. next time they pop out, it's them with stockings on their head. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. How the fuck are you getting those stockings on those dogs' yeah. heads? But it's yeah. just like, I I just loved it. And the and whole the And the getaway car like just runs yes. over a fire hydrant because it's a dog <laughs> driving. So like, obviously it can't drive, but it, you know, it makes so anyway. And the license plate was like doggo or something oh or no. Ah, oh, damn it. Damn it. I can't remember <laughs> what the license plate was, but the license oh, plate was a pun it was, too. It was something good. Yeah. Yeah. I forget what But it was. yeah, no, the writing on the show was really, it was, it was like absurdist humor. And I, I really, yeah. really, I'm here for it. When the professor comes out with like the first time and he's just like tick, 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 and Bubbles is like happy <laughs> and he's got his little pipe um, yep, yeah. and he's just like bow bow wow wow oh, yeah it's so good and he's so calm about the whole situation bow, bow. that is so bow, funny bow. yeah. <laughs> <sighs> and then at the end they turn Mojo Jojo into a puppy and they oh, keep God. him as a puppy. Oh, the cape. It's yep. just so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Keeping and... a villain around the house is a big responsibility. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep him from taking over the world. Yeah. Yeah. Such a good episode. Such a good show. I I don't really have anything else like to say. Like it's just it's really good, and if you've never seen it before, you really should watch it. I, oh, I can't absolutely. recommend it enough. And, ma- and make your kids watch it if you're a parent, because Please. it's just so fun. Yeah, yeah. Gen Z needs Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> now there was a reboot, so there Gen Z has Powerpuff Girls. I think nah. it's, there was a reboot in like 2018 or something. Gen oh well, yeah. Z needs classic. <laughs> that's fair that is true but yeah everything's getting rebooted now so i'm always interested to see like what they do with reboots yeah. i didn't get to see the power of girl yeah. I, kind of, I honestly kind of forgot about it yeah but i probably will check it out it's all the same actors and it's craig mccracken oh, writing again so like i feel like i, I calling it a reboot is probably isn't 
the best like way to put it. Like it's really like they just picked up and kept going. You know, oh. it's all the same people. Yeah, kind of. I guess like what they're gonna be doing with Animaniacs. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. much the same. I'm real. I'm so like so I'm excited about. Anim- I mean, there's a trailer out there. I'm gonna be watching that. I mean, Tiny Toons is coming back. Like I'm just, <gasps> I just love that everything's coming back. I mean, I will Tiny go back and watch the classics over and over again. But I like, I like new material. Yeah, and Tiny Toons, um, it isn't the original writer that's doing it, but the but the writer is incredible. Oh, it's Erin Gibson. So I'm super excited about that. She's a she's a stand-up comedian. Okay. But she also she plays a townie on Parks and Rec for like one or two episodes. Oh. She's around a lot. You'd probably recognize her. But probably. again, like I said, she's a stand-up comedian and she's hysterical. All right. So her being at the helm of the new Tiny Toons is really interesting to me and I'm very excited to see oh, what she I does. Am all in yeah. for that for sure. Yeah. But to rope us back into Powerpuff Girls, um I Maybe like a year or two ago, I was at a, I was at a flea market and I was I picked up the Powerpuff Girls PlayStation One game for five dollars. Yeah, and that was like literally one of my best because I'm all about, as most of you all know, I am about the retro video games, the retro toys. I'm sure that I was started to look to see if I could remember if there was a Powerpuff Girls McDonald's. It looks like they kind of did like a, did one, but it was like in like the late two thousands, which is I guess closer to the reboot, which is kind of weird. But I yeah. I'm sure there was some sort of toy. I just, I don't remember it. Um, but yeah, I was always about Powerpuff. I mean, my sister, me and my sister loved it. Like, I'm sure there I'm sure she had, my sister had some sort of like stuffed animal of Blossom or Bubbles or something like that. Um, what I can remember about. Yeah, I'm always about like picking up the retro stuff. So I'm super excited to check out this Powerpuff Girls video game that I got for $5. Yes. And I want to just throw in there, and we'll we'll put this picture in the Facebook group if I remember. But uh, a couple remember. years ago, we, <gasps> me, Lee, and our cat did the Powerpuff Girls for Halloween. Uh, the cat was Buttercup. Lee was Blossom, which makes me Bubbles. Yeah, oh Donald God. Bush was in a dress. Oh yeah, I rocked the hell out of that. Oh, dress. you did. You did. You did well with that. <laughs> I was very, was very impressed with it. your dress wearing self. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, I will post that in the Facebook group because Donald will not remember. Well, I'm also that's on fair. behalf of all of us. Thank <laughs> you. Yes, um, especially since like Halloween just passed, and this was the first uh, Halloween in like ten years that we did not have a Halloween party because COVID sucks. So bringing, I like to look at all the pictures of the Halloween parties that we did have and have a good time at. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this was awesome. Thanks for, thanks for hanging out with us and talking some Powerpuff Girls today, Erin. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it thank you so much. It was a dream. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you have like a social media or something that you can plug? Is there a place where the listeners can follow you if they'd like? Um, you can follow our company theater page um, on Instagram and on Facebook if you're just at the... C-O, theater, but theater spelled with an R-E. Um, We do some theatrical education courses, um, but obviously, again, not to bring up the pandemic we're all living through. Right. um, Yeah. But, I mean, we'll be doing stuff when things start to really open up. So Right on. But you can follow us for for updates. The C-O, theater. Thanks. 
Yeah, our social media is at 8BitFusion on Facebook and Instagram. Um, or you can go to our website, popculturejunk.com, and that'll get you to our socials as well. Um, this is normally the part of the show where Lee plugs whatever conventions or shows that you can come out and talk to us at, but COVID, so, COVID. you know, yeah. that's it. I mean, we did have a couple shows, but now it is November going to, into December, and anything that yeah. we could do outside, it's really starting to get cold, so I don't think there's going to be anything for the rest of the year um, unless some, some things might pop up, unless it gets a little bit warmer, but right now... Everything we're doing for the rest of the year is virtual. Um, we're actually going to be in the Jersey City Alternative Art Market, their virtual market. Um, they're running a virtual holiday market starting on Thanksgiving, which is November 26th, uh, for a whole week. Um, there's going to be cool. uh, there'll be a lot of people people selling different things. There's going to be live auctions. There's going to be Q and A's with artists, including us, Ape Fusion, oh. um, yeah. and more. So definitely come and support that because I think. It's a, it's going to be a fun time because a lot of these virtual markets, there's, pe- there's people posting what they're selling, but I think it's going to be a little bit more interactive. I think they're going to be doing a really good job with that. So make sure you come check that out. Um, other than that, they also have a, a, the Jersey City uh, Alternative Art Market. It does have a separate virtual market that's ongoing through the year. So just pop in the Facebook group and check that out because there's a lot of awesome artists in there. Um, also, the Triton Punk Rock Flea Market virtual market. We're in there with a bunch of awesome vendors. Check that out as well. Um, also, we are in the South Street Art Mart on South Street in Philadelphia. Uh, the shop is open, so definitely pop in and say hi to Nicole. Nicole, just make sure you wear a mask if you go visit. Um, if you're not able to go visit, just visit their website, southstreetartmart.com. Um, ourselves and a lot of other awesome vendors are on the website and in the store, so be sure to check it out. and Make sure you're supporting all your local businesses. Yes. Um, restaurants, small businesses, vendors, because everyone's struggling right now. Looks like we're about to go into another lockdown, so we mm. all really, really, really could use support. So thank you so much for listening to my spiel, as usual. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, as I always say every week, remember to rate and review the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Join the Facebook group we mentioned earlier. You'll get to see me wearing a dress. It is... Yay. It is something. It is a sight to see mm, yes. for sure. Yes, it is. Um, and another thing I want to plug, it's not for about a month out, but on December 12th, Geekscape is having like a network-wide live stream. We'll be doing our holiday special must-watches. All right, well, guys, thanks for listening, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Peace. Thank you. Peace. Wear a mask. Powerpuff Girls forever. <laughs> Woo! Woo! You're listening to the Geekscape Network.